welcome everyone. It's All You Need Movie Cast, episode 516. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneed. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Welcome. And Tony Korkanakis. Hello. Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners and viewers to 516 of the movie cast. Whew. Getting close to Halloween. Um, trying to come up with an idea. I, I, we've covered a lot of Halloween topics so it's like I, we're gonna come up with something for uh next week we got we gotta do a halloween special i just don't know what we're gonna do yet oh, we'll figure that promises, out jim careful <laughs> we're gonna do one we're gonna do I, I we may only do like a half podcast maybe the movie cast will be halloween or something but um we do have a topic tonight for you guys uh we haven't done a list in a little bit so this is gonna be our top five tv shows of the you know 2010 to 2019 uh, that's about where we left off. We did, I think, decade of like movies and games, but this will be like TV shows essentially. Um, so we're gonna get into that tonight. First things first, what have you been up to? I mean, watch wise for me, nothing spectacular I can talk about. Um, I, I can't, I can't even say I've, uh, I'm I'm watching Train to Busan, but I didn't finish it yet, so I can't even. I'm not gonna comment on it until next week. So I'm watching it, but I have like 25 minutes left, and I'm like, I got interrupted and I couldn't finish it. So. Um, Next week, I'll talk about that. But that's Ooh. it for me. Um, Mike, anything? Watched another episode or two of Batman the Animated Series. I, I was on sale if you wanted to get it, Mike, once it goes away. <laughs> could buy it. It was like 40 bucks for the DVDs or Blu-rays and digital. Somehow I think it'll turn up somewhere. Um, <laughs> Probably. But uh, another good episode, I saw the, the Cape and the Cow Conspiracy. I don't know if oh, yeah. you guys remember yeah. that. That I one... I remember watching it as a kid and not liking it and feeling like, oh, he's like always in these traps. It's annoying. But then, like, as an adult, it's one of those great sort of like, I love when the protagonist, like, tricks uh, both, like, the bad guys and the audience a little bit. It's one of those mm-hmm. things. Where it's like, oh, it was a plan the whole time that you didn't know about, but Batman did. I, I like when stuff like that happens. Yeah, so, I like uh, the, the one episode later on in the series where, um, one of my favorite episodes, actually, I forget the name of it. But it's a bunch of the villains just uh, playing poker. Yeah, most of the episodes they're just talking almost about. Got almost got him. Almost got, yeah, almost got him. And then at the yeah. end, it's like, and it's just like, ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, good job. Yeah. Oh, and my favorite quote of that episode is, I think it was Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Wrong. Yeah. He goes, then I hit him with a rock or something like that. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, good job, buddy. Yep. Uh, but. That's all I've watched. Just another episode or two of that, which is fine. All right, um, Corey. No, yeah, I'm not. I've not really had time to watch much either, actually. So yeah. it's been okay. one of those weeks. Okay, uh, Tony. <laughs> uh, I actually finished this probably two weeks ago, but I forgot to mention it last week. I think I forget. But uh, I finished the the last season of uh, A Good Place, and uh, oh. man. Um, I did not expect to feel the things I felt in that last uh, couple of episodes, because like it's supposed to be a comedy, you know. And I'm just like, right. all right, cool. I I watched it for last. The feels in that show, like throughout though, it's just yeah. like there, there's so many ups and downs, and like, but the downs are not like bummer downs. It's just like, oh, you got me, you got me there. Yeah, no, I, this is definitely like I don't know. I I interpreted it like in a very down sort of way, and I was like, oh, that's cool, I guess. You know, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. I don't need to think about this for a while and stuff like that. So, I mean, overall, still great, clever, funny show. Uh, you know, one, 100% recommend and stuff like that. And then another show I've been watching was um, a live action adaptation of this uh, Japanese manga called um, My Brother's Husband. And uh, it's this really short series where it's about um, this guy in Japan. He's a divorced uh guy he lives with his daughter uh in some town and his twin brother's uh husband from canada uh comes to visit them um because the brother wound up passing and he always wanted to bring his husband to japan so he's like well i just want to buy my own and so you have this guy that's um basically a stranger because like in japan it's like very taboo to be like gay they treat gay people over there uh, so it's, you know, it starts out like that whole, like, fish out of water. And the, the thing is, the Canadian guy could speak almost perfect Japanese, too, which is interesting for the live action. They actually got this, like, uh, European sumo wrestler 
to to play the part and just like okay you look at the source material you look at this guy and you're like this guy was like born to play this role or <laughs> his character was based on him or something like that so wonderful casting and stuff like that uh but it's you know about uh you know it's like a heartwarming heart-wrenching kind of combination of like people learning to like uh grow with each other and like be like you know family and stuff like that um so that was good yeah exactly and stuff like that so um, growth <laughs> yep yep pretty much but yeah that's all i've been watching okay all right um box office is non-existent forever uh never coming back um so we don't have to worry about that uh, i got a couple things in the news though i think the big thing for last week broke like after our podcast was um dexter will be returning to showtime uh 10 episode limited run They've been talking to the original writer of the show who's coming back for this 10-episode run, who left in the fourth season. Right. He was uh, not the last. Just, just stop. Just Not responsible for the last. Well, he'll, they get a chance to fix it. Matter. Just no. They get no. a chance to no. fix it. No. 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 <laughs> they, they've if you lost could go back and fix, If you could go back and fix that one thing, what would happen? No. no. Not, no. You're not going back, though. You're, you no, still they're moving forward, it. as they said it. It's going to take place about eight to ten years after – uh, the events of the finale, mm-hmm. but they won't fix the finale like that. They're going to move past that, and make a new finale of the show, and not make that the ending. That's, That's it, what they're going to do. It doesn't matter. Like the the ending, don't get me wrong, was like the turdiest of all turds. Uh, yeah. I mean, up, right up there with Game of Thrones in terms of like how you don't end, you know, a series. But um, just just why? I mean, it it just sounds like people were desperate for money. You know, either Showtime with like trying to get back fans. His writer, you know, because he's like, oh, yeah, I can write a new ending for Dexter. I've been thinking about it for the last eight years of my life. Hmm. Um, I mean, look, there's always a chance that it could come back and be spectacular and stuff like that. But doubtful. Doubt it. Yeah. Mike, did you, I did you want to mention Dexter, just real quick. Oh, sorry. Him. Just with the box sure. office, the Demon Slayer movie killed it in Japan. Oh, Japan. Yeah. Highest grossing movie in Japan. Yeah. Japanese oh, wow. movie in Japan. Yeah. It's uh, $44 million. Ooh, good weekend! Holy crap, uh, Mike! Did you ever you ever watch you ever watch Dexter? No. Okay. Don't. Oh. It's terrible. <laughs> bad. Great, good show, but it ended badly. Yeah, like the first the like last two, two or three seasons were good. I thought the I thought the first two seasons were good. I even liked up to about. See, I think like like, we'll talk six about it later, but it's like <laughs> we will there's these shows like that have just like been like had sections of them, parts of them that were just like top tier grade of all time almost in its category and they just like fall off like so hard and they never recover and it like ruins the show like overall like there are shows that you, if you just watch that in a bubble you know like what would yeah. that be like you know it's like oh. Oh, i wish yeah we're gonna get into that in a little bit um okay so we've got uh let's see some news here besides that we've got um Sony promising a first look at the Spider-Man 3 movie somehow uh, in December of this year. Okay. Teaser, I guess? Something like Teaser? that. Teaser? It says first look. It's going to be Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland walking uh, into each other at some random corner shop or something. <laughs> so in some bar with a karaoke playing. And, uh, yeah. Lots, and then, lots of finger pistols. Exactly. Get some uh, jazz hands out there and... Guns, jazz, or can finger guns? Yeah, that's what you said. Shooter. Yeah, just uh, I, I've been watching lots of those YouTube videos of Toby in the MCU, <laughs> where he just he comes know. back into the meme-worthy stuff from Spider-Man Three, and he just I mean, is inserted this, into MCU parts. It's it's pretty funny. At this point, I almost like it's guaranteed, right? Andrew Garfield, Toby Maguire, are gonna. Have well, there, there was one of those things where they specifically said that wasn't happening, but that doesn't mean it's not. Yeah, so yeah. exactly. They did say, yeah, they did say like we can't confirm that. And it was like, but you're not denying it either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, what else we got? Let me see. Something through. I wonder um, if Tom Holland Spider Man will ever have like a movie really on his own though. It's my only concern now with all of this stuff. No, I mean I I like. But why, that's like though? that's Marvel. But why? Yeah. Yeah, but why? Like, we don't need that. I, mean, what, like, two what, I don't know. Spider-Man, I feel like, is a character that can do a smaller scale story by himself, and it works. It's Spider-Man. I mean, the second one was, like, there's, Most. sure, there's, it was mostly on his own, though. Like, Yeah, there really wasn't anybody there. It, no, it was about 
Tony Stark being dead, and then he looks for a new Tony Stark figure. Turns out to be bad, and then happy, and then. Yeah, but wasn't, but that wasn't was like, right. Like he was That's not the point. <laughs> Happy's an Avenger now, guys. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I I I I think Spider-Man Two was pretty much his own solo movie. I mean, you can say Nick Fury. Right, but Nick was always been in a there, side, but side piece. Yeah, but I, there was no major hero in Spider-Man Two besides Spider-Man. Was there? I, I didn't say that there was, but it was a lot about Iron Man, wasn't it? Like, well, of course it was. That's the major impact of his life. But yeah, it's like, well, okay, it's, it's the, the Sony it's formula, there. man. It's the Sony, Sony formula. You, had, the you had to recognize it. You had to like do something <laughs> yeah. with it after that happened. Well, man, why did Obi Wan Kenobi keep showing up in all these Star Wars movies? God, Luke. but yeah, it's not called the, the Obi Wan Kenobi movie. This is a Spider Man movie, though. I mean, yeah, about his I by this point, I would like to see just, a solo movie, a movie where he can stand on his own a little bit here. He like, was nothing. standing on his own. That was the idea, though. Like, I, I disagree with your like a passing like, of the torch in a way. Well, yeah, the Marvel character has like fully stood on their own in the last decade. If you want to go back to the, the first parts of all of the other uh, Marvel characters had their own move. That's that was your criticism. Phase one. DC Phase universe. one. Yes. It was decade. Yeah, a decade. <laughs> yeah, I so. just I I think that he was. I mean, you you want to see a movie that doesn't have any story based in the Marvel universe? That's at what you should be point, saying. Not, though, like, no, I mean, at this point, I think it's like stand on you have those movies. No, like, so already, you don't so want like, it's all I, connected. Haven't you complained though? I'm sorry. Haven't you complained about <laughs> Shield? forever about the fact that it's not really connected and now you're saying this is too connected i don't want this well, for a character like spider-man who i think is I just, more important than the rest of the mcu in my opinion yes i would want him solo alone spider-man to focus on spider-man by himself well now we're gonna get mo- lots of spider-man yeah Mike, the, so. and now yeah which is, it's too <laughs> so much. it's over for you it's too done. much yep. <laughs> yeah well that's true but all right, uh, Marvel Comics, Marvel Unlimited uh, expanded, right? Uh, you can read brand new comics th- just three months after they're in stores. So new releases coming to Marvel, um, which is a great service by itself. It's just the amount of content that it has if you're into comic book, catching up on stuff. Yeah. But like now that they're doing like it new was releases, six months, but now it's a three month turnaround. Yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty impressive. I think yeah. they should move to um, pivot with the times. I think I I could see them moving closer. Like get it get it like on. I mean, it would kill comic book stores, but I, what comic book stores are alive anyways right now? So it's like, why not just do day and date, you know, digital subscription? Yeah. I mean, I would like it. I'd probably pick up, you know, every now and again, I'd be like, oh, I want to read that. And I, you know, I'd pay for that any, any of you actually like bought a comic book that wasn't just like a special, special edition, edition yeah. special cover. Like, oh, I really want this, this uh, cover. Uh, you know what it was? The ago. Amazon sales. A month the ago. Amazon sales? <laughs> I do like... The, if I there are some comic books I would get just to have them in a like yeah. display the the comic book. I, you know, I would read the Vader comic books though. The Darth Vader ones are supposed to be really good. Yeah, uh, I, I, I always get physical comic books and I order them through Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get the like I mean, the, the big package. Yeah, the, well, I don't get no, I don't. Yeah, the graphic novels. Yeah, I thought about like yeah, like like the volumes. actual like four ninety nine a comic like, book. Yeah, Why would anyone do that though? <laughs> The worst part that's is, but like, that's, that's I, my point is like, like why would anyone do that in the year 2020? Like, who cares if you kill paper subscriptions? Fuck it, mm-hmm. like fuck it. I mean, no, the, thing I mean, the only reason for it is to have them as a collectible item to show right. off as a, on that's your shelf. I got them. Right. Uh, I'm not exactly. even saying it like that though. I just, you know, I want a book, something that's going to take me some time to get through. Oh no, like, no, no, I, I, I agree. I that's agree. My but only like, thing. like I'm just trying to think. Last time I did like a monthly, and I, oh, I wasn't even buying it i was just being a pirate about it um was like back when they did avx you know some number of years ago that was the last time i was invested in like i'm gonna find out what happens each month and that was so shit i was like you know what i remember why i stopped reading comics months to months so it's like i'm just gonna wait until you know it's all compiled and it's like oh look i can read the storyline and not fucking worry about all this other shit I, I have never had a subscription to a comic book ever yeah so that's what i'm saying I, like I, just i tried out marvel unlimited for a little bit a while ago um that was like i said there's a lot of catalog but uh, you know i then i think the same time amazon had those like massive sales on the digital comics where it was like you know five dollars got me uh, i don't know how many like 
Oh, yeah, I still have comics. I still have a backlog of comics. Yeah, me too. No, I, I mean, I, I, I intentionally do that again for the same reason. I want to be. I always want to be like about half a year behind, pretty much, so I can get my my compilations, my compendiums, all my stuff, and read it for the first time then, and not have to like wait for the story to be finished. Yeah, I gotta go back to uh, House of M that you reminded me, but. It's like there's something to like having a physical comic book. Like I, mean, uh, I, I vastly prefer. I yeah, I, I, I definitely some prefer it. Well, DC it's just universe, not always as like easy. That. Even like with like, you know, uh, I don't know. If you're gonna read handles, it though, like I I, I know. hate reading them on the PDF. But, but if you're gonna read it, like if I bought like I, okay, I bought a digital version of let, let's take. I'm going back to like I think the last time I bought in a store comic book besides like the Batman, the Joker, and 80th anniversary thing was like Dickens. Uh, the comic book set that they ran with that that movie because I loved it so much. So when I got those comic books, and I I still read it digitally. I bought the comic books, but I got the digital code and I read it digitally because I didn't want to open the comic book. So that that's what. But happened. that's you know that's I mean? different. Like, you didn't want to do that because you didn't want to ruin the comic book, right? Yeah, <laughs> but that's it. So it's like, but I don't want to read. Like, if I buy a comic book, what if it is worth a lot of money later? I don't want to have to open it up. <laughs> what if I opened it? It's not going to be worth that anymore. Right. It's got human just, skin on it. But the whole point I asked that question is because, you know, fuck the, the actual paper sets. I'm not saying, like, completely get rid of them, but, like, obviously if they did a thing where it's, like, day and date, you know, like, sure, you're going to lose those physical comic sales. And, yeah, I get, you know, comic book stores physically would hurt, but mm-hmm. uh, they look like they're hurting already. So it's just, they're like... bad already, yeah. Right. You know, it's just, like... I don't know. I, I think it's kind of scummy, too, because it's, like, oh, you want this rare, super exclusive variant edition? If you order 500 copies of the regular version, you'll get one of these, and it's like you can price that, you know, to make up for it. I'm just like, it just feels super, I don't know, out, an outdated model, you know? Yeah. No, I got you. All right. Uh, let's move on. Maybe We've Microsoft got... should buy all comic book shops. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just all spent right. a bunch of. They could have probably bought all the comic book shops for 7.5 billion. Absolutely. In the world. Oh, easily. <laughs> easily. In the world. Giving those people over what they were going to make for the comic book shop and, like, bailed them out massively. But, um, let's see. Sonic the Hedgehog unseats Marvel as top-grossing superhero movie. I disagree with this premise. premise. This is a stupid clickbait title, and it's, I don't... It's so clickbait. It's, it's it, funny it, to talk we, about. We lost. Corey was so pissed he left. Look at this. I announced <laughs> it. Yeah. No, um, I, I do. I agree. But you know what it was? Is like, you look at, like, this is upsetting. Like, I don't even want to read. It's not a superhero movie. But then the alternative is DC is probably the highest grossing superhero, superhero movie of 2020. I don't think they had a movie this year either. Did they have all. Birds of Prey? Was that this year? Was that this year? I thought it was. I thought it was. Am I wrong? It could have been December-ish of last year, I think. Yeah. 2020 seems so fucking weird, dude. No, it, Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey was 2020. It was in, really? it was in January. Yeah, it was in January. Uh, February seventh actually it released. Oh, February. Well, that's weird. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it box office brought two hundred one million, so it definitely would be the highest grossing. It just wait, it it did more than Sonic. No. No, Sonic Not... did really well. Sonic did like yeah, like four hundred million something. Five hundred. No, million? I thought it was like almost. It was like like six hundred or seven hundred. Three hundred, three hundred six. Oh. I'm thinking I'm only looking domestic, but three hundred six uh, million okay. I got. Um, that's yeah, the U.S. dollars domestic. So, okay. so um, yeah, yeah I, would, I still wouldn't call Sonic a superhero movie. <laughs> I, I I agree. I just I I don't I don't disagree. I, except for the alternative, I had fun with it on the, the chat. Where it's like I would not want DC to have that crown. So I'm kind of happy. That Why? That it. seems like a very <laughs> fanboyish decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can lie. Yeah. I mean, I I don't I didn't watch. No, I'm sorry, but I watched I, Sonic. Listen, I have no interest in Birds of Prey. I thought it was a very poorly marketed movie. It was actually a poorly done movie. I didn't like it at all. I told you guys that when I watched it. Um, but and that's you my point. It? Like, yeah, I watched it. I watched I forgot it. Forgot you watched it. Yeah, months ago, um, during one of my COVID lockdown. When, when we were locked down, I got through a lot of movies. But mm-hmm. um, I'm a, I'm just a little I'm a little sick of the Harley Quinn stuff at this point. I, I think. agree. I that's my thing. I don't, I don't oversaturation like with that character, I and I don't I don't get like it. I don't like how she does it, uh, but I will say I do like her look in Suicide Squad 2. I think I like that. I don't know what it is. I think it reminds me a lot of the Arkham City look, and I think that's why I like that one. I was like, okay, I like that look for Harley Quinn, So, but um, we'll see. 
Um, Corey lost internet, so hopefully he comes back on a little bit. But for now, we have our list we're going to get to here. Shoot. But uh, I guess we're going to have to get started. I have, maybe he'll come back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get to his. I have so to the, trim some fat now. The 2010s, guys. Top five lists. TV shows. See, and, and again, we'll go back to this sort of disclaimer that we were talking about earlier. And maybe it's just being older now or whatever, but or maybe it even has to do with streaming, which is was big for this last decade. But I think for almost all these shows, it feels weird to put them on here because there's large punk chunks and maybe even the majority of these shows that actually were pretty bad. But yeah. <laughs> parts of them were good. Um, and the, pro- the problem for me is like leave them off. My, my number five, and I'll go first, is kind of a there he is. He's back just in time. Just Yay. you guys didn't talk about Monster Hunter movie, right? <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, dude, if you saw the trailer, you saw the movie. That's all I wanted to say because that <laughs> okay. trailer just spoils the entire movie. So, oh, I did not know that. Uh, we're moving on to our list here, the top five, um, yeah. top five TV shows. I left purposely left off cartoons and stuff and anime because I was like, yeah. we might do that in the future. Uh, so I have going first here. I have a show that started in 2008, but I didn't watch it until 2010, and it went good, good. You know, through 2013, so the majority of the show happened in 2010. What started in 2008 that would have gone through? It was on AMC. Breaking uh, Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad, number five. <laughs> it. The reason why this makes my list at number five is because when I was making my list, I, I we ran into the problem, like Corey mentioned earlier, where it's like, what didn't pan out? Like, I may have enjoyed Game of Thrones more in the beginning, Arrow more in the beginning, but this show had like this curve like that was great all the way through it like it was like it was such highs and lows it was it was a great story and i thought it had a great finale i loved i enjoyed the finale for this a lot it ended the way i wanted it to Mm. um and that doesn't happen for me much but it did and so i this show i thought had to make this list because of how pissed i got at shows that just didn't end properly in the 20 Mm. it's all the time it's in 2010 a lot that that decade um, so that was my number five. Great, great show. Obviously, everybody knows about Breaking Bad. Uh, did it happen in, you know, it happened in 2008, but, you know, I... I, I yeah, the majority of it was decades. in the 20s. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the been the two decades. Yeah. So it ended in 2013. So, and that's when the show got really good was in 2010. So uh, that was when its peak was 2010. So that's my number five. Uh, Mike, what was your number five? Well, my number five is one of these shows that we talked about, um, and it's going to be Arrow. Uh oh. Now, I think there's two, two-ish, yeah, really good seasons of Arrow, the first two, and seeing that. Fantastic yeah. seasons, almost. Yeah. Those were the seasons where, like, you guys told me to watch, I'm like, eh, okay. And, you know, it sort of resurrected interest in a marginal DC character, kind of, even though he sort of impersonated another more mm-hmm. famous DC character, but... Mm-hmm. You're going to do the storyline. Like, can't use that guy. Might as well use somebody else and do the same thing. But there, there was enough there different. It was it was good TV, good superhero TV. And then, you know, it got a little worse and a little worse. And then it really went off the rails. Um, yeah. But I, I stuck it with with it a little longer than you guys. I still enjoyed parts of it up until, it like... It spawned the whole Arrowverse. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed parts of it up until, like, the fourth or fifth season. Um, if only but, it was, like, alone still, you know. Yeah. Just didn't have yeah. these people with him. Yeah. yeah, that's where it got bad. When they no. when they try to make a team, I just was like, that's the end of this. Yeah, the team the team was rough, and Felicity obviously like what happened with her just derailed pretty much the whole from a great sequence. character to one of the worst characters ever. They like, uh, I, in my opinion, they still weakened her character like crazy to make her a love interest. I'm sorry, but go on. Yeah, I mean, they tried to build on it, but it just built in a wrong direction. <laughs> Should have been built for a love interest. Why can't she just be a like on the team like Oracle? Being well, a really great character, and why did because, she have to Because she was a self insert for female fans. I'm sorry to say that. Oh, I'm super sorry to say that. Was. But she 100% was, and that's they forced the show into that direction with the writing, and it just came out awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, like, the thing is, like, like I agree with Mike. Like, if we, I would be interested, separate topic, 
to do like a like just a seasonal <laughs> list, like top five seasons. Best seasons of a show, right? Because yeah, like that's, that, that's well, complicated. Yeah, that would, that that would super change. complicated. That would, that, would, that would change up so much. But yeah, the first yeah. two seasons of Arrow were just like. I mean, I'm not even like a big DC fan other than the animated universe, but I love those first two seasons. Um, but yeah. and Slade it, it, was so good. Slade so, so was such a good villain, villain. And, yeah. and even even Malcolm Merlin in the first season when yeah. he was actually a villain. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. Uh, what's his friend's name? Who <laughs> like Malcolm's uh, son? Uh, yeah. Now I forgot. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Did they ever bring it back? I forget. <laughs> I think he only he made it an appearance in the 100th episode. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know. But what yeah. context though? Yeah, I mean, just, like, the, the moment where I knew I was done with the show was where, like, the, the arc where Felicity was paralyzed, and then, for some reason, like, I forget, so, whatever happens, and he's talking to her, and she's dressed up, looking at him, and he's, just, he's like, we're breaking up, and, like, I don't know, plays her engagement ring, and just walk, stands up, and just walks out, I'm just like... All right, she was paralyzed, from the, she was in a wheelchair. Or right, she was in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, and uh, she, uh, yeah, she, they, some technology, she got better and that's oh, by the way that's kind of how they're going gotham knights with oracle by the way mm, for Batgirl. Yeah. Mm. anyway that's not here neither here or there but yeah the early part of arrow was uh was, was great. enough that's... and it's so yeah it started 2012 and it technically yeah. ended this last year it really ended like a few years before though <laughs> yeah. all right tony um, I won. I, I, I my, myself try to stay within the 2010 range. Um, so that's I fine. try not to go too new, but yeah. But um, <clears throat> I went with a series that was had its also fair share of uh, ups and downs. But uh, I think what it did for uh, geek television acceptance or whatever like that in, in the mainstream uh, can't be uh, overstated enough. But Walking Dead. Um, okay. Oh wow! Uh, I was shocked. Shocked. That's my yeah. number four. <laughs> All right, we can talk about it. But... Yeah, that was on like the cusp. That was like right there. Yeah, like, I had it written down, and I just I, it got knocked off. But yeah, yeah. So it's here. I mean, the thing is, like, I personally, I was a fan of the first season. Um, it wasn't perfect, but I mean, mm-hmm. I still remember parts of those episodes and stuff like that. Whereas, yeah. like later on in the season, like I, I forget. Uh, but, I mean, it was interesting because, you know, that was something where I came from the graphic novel and they changed up the live action just a, enough to, like, be like, hmm, what are they going to do here and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was interesting to watch. And, um, you know, it was great because, you know, I loved some characters and I absolutely hated some characters like, you know, Andrea, uh, oh. one of the worst characters <laughs> in that show. Got an uh, article. So unfortunate because, <laughs> you know. You had, a nice, you had a nice article about that. Yeah, the walking <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I still remember that. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for, for me, you know, um, it was one of those things where, like, I was able to, you know, watch it with my ex, who wasn't, like, so into the nerdy stuff. So she was into that. Uh, and it was, you know, again, one of those things that was, like, water cooler talk. And it's, like, mm-hmm. people are talking about Walking Dead. Like, this is this is really weird. And a couple of years later, when the, with the Marvel big boom and stuff like that. So Walking Dead, despite, you know, how it petered out and is coming mm-hmm. to a uh, conclusion i suppose uh now there are some of the some of the great best tv and like even the show that came on afterwards was so popular because people just kept on wanting to want to more, more. And talk yeah. yeah they want to talk about it they want to hear other people talk oh, about yeah, it the talking dead yep yeah. no yeah, and since it's my four i guess i'll jump in a little bit since we don't there have to be, uh repetitive uh it d- definitely gets you know impact points a little bit here for me just like more than personal enjoyment like impact points just as you talked about how it became a mainstream phenomenon and it's it's really hyper violent like zombie story <laughs> so it, it was interesting and yeah the first the first season especially it it feels like a sci-fi channel movie almost you know mm-hmm. but um and the early season it, i had the benefit of being pretty late to it so i was able to Binge through a lot of it early on, and it, and really the the like I think that helps because the pace of the show <laughs> gets a little annoying later on. Um, so it was good, and but eventually, and I think where it lost a lot of people was uh, the part everyone, all the comic readers were expecting yeah. the whole the whole Negan yeah. coming on the scene, Jeffrey Dean Morgan who seemed great too, uh, but it was really more how they teased Glenn almost dying several times right before that. And then yeah. they go ahead and the, ahead and the, the whole it. season before that he was like out half the season and the whole mystery yeah. was like oh is he alive is he dead 
we don't know. And it's no, like, okay. it's so weird. And like, and, <laughs> and there were some really good stuff. Like, there was some really um, it, weird downer seasons, but then like yeah. it came back and had some really good seasons as well, yeah. which is yeah. weird too. Like uh, I was surprised by that. It did find its footing, and um, one of the most popular characters wasn't even in the comic <laughs> initially. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, so. Still, yeah. So I mean, the, it was up and down, but it it is definitely better to binge, I think, just to get yeah, through a lot sure. of the stuff. And and you do end up appreciating some of the quieter moments more that way because mm-hmm. when you're going through everything, it's like, oh, I don't want to just see everyone die all the time, which right. is kind of what yeah. happens. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's the other thing where uh, after like five or six seasons of it, it does get a little tiring. Just the lack of hope after a while, it gets to you a little bit. We talked about this a little bit with Last of Us too. I think it you can you can only do stuff like that for so long before you get a little tired of it. So yeah, around that, I, I did around like that the fact point. that it was like nobody really felt safe. If you didn't read the comic and knew, like people were dying, that you're like, oh, this person's probably gonna be around for a while, and then like, oh shoot, that yeah. guy's dead, or that guy's that guy's dead, and it's like, oh, they're not gonna kill kids. Oh well, nope, they do. Well, <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's cool, but after a while, you sort of. Become you become desensitized. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, and you're just like I don't care about these characters; they're just gonna die anyway. So after a while, you can only do it for so long. Um, yeah. But for a great while, the, the biggest thing on TV, and it, it was, was it was an event. It was an event. Yeah. Yeah. On TV. And, uh, and so, I liked it. And I, I don't get even it. like zombie stuff. I'm surprised that I liked it as yeah. much as I did. Yeah. Corey, number five. My number five is Sherlock, the Benedict that, Cumberbatch Sherlock. That will be back, just so you know. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just real quick then I will just say that I really do like mystery clue type of stories and where a protagonist is like the smartest person in the room and then like just kind of, not that he shows off but it just like proves it and shows and like like he's thinking way outside the box and and how they come up with the you know resolutions or uh, unravel the mysteries and things like that and I think that this show represented Sherlock in the best way that i've seen and, and cumberbatch is amazing. so good as the oh, character it was amazing like this is not next turn for me like it's higher up on my list it's number it's number three i just i can tie into this because it's number three for me but like his performance was amazing they made sherlock like the, the smartest man in the room but it was so smart he was like awkward like you can just mm-hmm. he had a problem fitting in socially they made that aspect of the character that was like it was made him more interesting because if he's just the smartest person in the room, you're like, I hate right. this guy. But then you make him have that flaw where he's just like, well, and he doesn't like know how Moriarty much is ass. like, he's yeah. just, he's the smartest guy in the room. It's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And that villain, like Moriarty was such a great arc. Um, I wish that these two weren't so busy because Cumberbatch and um, who was Watson? It was um, Tim the guy from, from the office. <laughs> yes. It was Tim from the office. He was in Star the Trek. No, he well. was in Star Trek. He was in uh He's, he's a hobbit. hobbit. He's a hobbit. Oh, he's that a hobbit. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And he was uh, like, he's the grounding character. Like, he's that ground character where he's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm smart, but I'm not like him. But you know, he's right. also you gotta smart. have that that character yeah. that um we we're, we're following and like we're understanding him, we trying to understand. Him. Yeah, we we need him to understand. We need him to be that character that we are to try to follow along with he's, Sherlock and. Helping us understand Sherlock's craziness. It was he was in the Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. <laughs> the actor, that actor, guys. I'm yes, not, we I'm know, we know. Yeah, we know. I'll sorry. We'll do it live, yeah. but yeah, Anyways, I, that's so, my number five. And yeah, and that was my number three because it was such a great series that it's like Martin Freeman. Oh, Martin Freeman, thank you. I, it was on the tip of my tongue. Oh my god, I'm sorry, Martin Freeman. We forgot his name. <laughs> Too um, close to Morgan. Anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was a great show. Great show. I just wish that those two weren't so busy with acting yeah. that they could get together faster to finish the show yeah, because they, that, uh, that's what hurt it more. They also, you know, they've gotten considerably more, you know, popular since that yeah. show started. They were yeah. getting as that show started. Yeah, they were yeah. getting more and more popular, and it was just like yeah. you can see that affecting the show. It was affecting their schedules. It would take like two years to film a season. Yeah. Uh, and it just, yeah, it just got to the point where they finished the last season and they were like okay we want to do it again but it's in limbo right now it's not canceled just when the hell do they have time to do this especially with cumberbatch right now who is mm-hmm. oh and even martin freeman who's been in marvel as well yeah. he was um in black, yeah, black panther yeah that's black right and game yeah. and yeah and then game um so yeah he was in that too. so you know it's it's 
it's tough, but I really love that show. So, yeah, all right, for sure. Not can you know? I'll go. I'll go back to back here. My number four is actually the hun- the one hundred. Um, oh, that this was, was on my that just remember, that just dropped off my list too. Yeah. Raving about this show a while ago. The same reasons that we talked about, just like the high highs of this are so high, but the lows are so low. This is a CW show that is, it fights already. (laughs) But they don't want it to be CW. Like the the writers don't want it to be on this network. You can just tell the way they write the show. It's like, okay, we have to put these stupid beats in it, but we hate this part. (laughs) There was a story, actually, there was an article where like certain actors have like requirements to be in a certain number of episodes. The guy's like, it's not going to work for the story I have this. You cannot be in this episode. And like, well, we have contractual obligations and they're like, well, we're not going to do the show then. And then they had to reorganize it. So the person wasn't in the episode because it didn't make sense for them to be in the episode. He's like, I'm not going to do it then. They won that battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And this was early on, but later on, I don't know. Later on, I don't know. And this is a show I, I haven't watched the last two seasons of, um, it just, apparently it's over. Season seven was last season. It ended on episode 100, I just found out, which is interesting. Um, so it's really cool to hear that. But this uh, show, the first two, three seasons, even the fourth season, I think. Oh, I yeah, it's really the first love. four seasons. Or... First four seasons are like all the way up there. Like absolutely 100% watch this show. There's no question. I think we said this on the podcast. I don't know how many times. Watch the show. It's fantastic. Uh, they got a little, I think a little kill happy. And I think that actually hurt the show. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was almost like the Walking Dead problem where you're like, okay, they're just going to start killing everybody. And it's just like, you know. where are you going with your story now? You know, so right. I think the that's first time they do cool. one of this, they, they do kill somebody you're, that you're expecting to be long term. You're like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah, that's interesting. But then I, later on, same, yep, same idea. And like the problem with one of the characters I knew got cast in a different series like oh, yeah. meta, meta things, you know? I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> They're guy? gone. Yep. Yeah. They're gone. So it's just, a, it's a great show. It needed to be on the list. It, it was not going to be on the list. The original I'm glad list. you put it there because I, I think yeah. that, yeah. There's it needs some, to be on the list. Yeah. It does take good. a while though. I would say like the first, first season isn't as good as like the third, the second, third and fourth seasons are just so good. Season one's first half is not as good. First half. Second yeah. half is, the first half is like, just Typical a build, CW. Just a slow build. Right. It's a slow burn. Yeah, slow burn. Um, so, all right, that's it from that's that's number four. Uh, Mike, you're number four. Oh, you're number four. Uh, yeah. Tony, you're number four. Yeah. Um, number four. Um, going with uh, Marvel Netflix's Daredevil in this one. Um, nice. I think this is the only one out of their whole group that really, I, I think, consistently. I mean, not to say there were never down episodes. And I think maybe season two is the weakest overall, but like the show is just fairly consistent at being quality. Um, they did fantastic casting for all the main characters, in my opinion. Um, they really made what's his name, Charlie Cox. Cox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like he yep. he did a great job uh, playing as Daredevil, both in and out of the suit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the choreography for the fights and stuff like that like we always talk about like the the hallway sequence and the stairway yeah. sequences and stuff like that like it just mm-hmm. it was super 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 satisfying um and you know while i am said that you know it ended with that last season uh, i think it was a good spot to end and it, you know you could just conclude that story um and just about all these other you know shows we're talking about it's like i'd rather have something end on a high note and want again wanting more but never getting it rather than be like yay i got more and it's like hmm Tastes like poo. It's like yeah. This yeah. is my uh, no. my number three. Oh nice. Yeah. Um, this is on my I, list as well. It's on my list, but <laughs> we'll hear it later. Yeah. Um, so we'll, so we can we'll talk back. about we'll talk a little bit more about it when it comes. Yeah, around. we we'll always talk about that on our list as we get to it. But go on. Um, so okay. Uh, Corey, number four. My number four is Stranger Things, which I'm assuming is going to be higher on someone else's list. So we yeah, can wait. It made, it. it made it higher for me. I just. Clearly, I'm spoiling my list right now. But, well, uh, it's the thing is like we um, we're probably we all have similar we're tastes. We're entering so. the overlap territory. Now, yeah. So. Uh, the thing is, is like all those reasons we just mentioned for Daredevil is like this show's not over with yet, but I know that they have a an ending in line, mm-hmm. and it's like. And so yeah, that's they, the thing is like wait, there wait, are shows you know that, that they have an ending in mind. 
Yeah, they already have that whole. Well, of course, Lost already did that to us too. Lost <laughs> told us that they have an ending, and yeah. they never really seem to do. You'll so see that, what that happens. Fans can yeah. alter the trajectory of a show pretty significantly. We've seen. Yeah, but, uh, mean, as we, far as like, we shows, already know they're going to have a bigger break than they wanted to, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the, the thing with like shows that are ongoing as of right now, like it's hard to um, know where they're going to end because we, I would say, Game of Thrones would be number one if we didn't have the last two seasons. Like, yeah, that, that, yeah, that. That show was didn't even. I purposely left that off my list. On I, I don't. It will not. Like I chose Breaking Bad, The Hundred, Sherlock. You know, I went through this list because I'm like, it will not be on this list because of how bad those last two seasons were. Fuck them. Fuck them. (laughs) So yeah, Stranger Things my number four. Like I said, we'll talk about it more. I think uh, later on. Sherlock was my number three. Mike, your number three. Well, my number three breaks that rule pretty much because there's been one season of it so far um and i expect more but um the one season was pretty much consistently good and uh a surprise so i would say mandalorian is my number yeah. three mm-hmm. um yeah, fair i, I almost put it on my list i almost I, it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, it was, I couldn't do it I was like, uh, it's just too early it's just too yeah. early i mean it's so early but, but what we've got so far is it's fantastic top, yeah top quality Definitely. for this last decade um mm-hmm. You know, it, it's uh, again like I, uh, I don't really care about I, a lot of the sort of side stuff in Star Wars too much. It, it doesn't get to me like I got the whole you know I I can't get into Clone Wars. Uh, maybe I will eventually, but you know I don't know anything about the Mandalorians before this at all. Uh, but you know the show sold me on it. Sold me on the thing. It became again a big cultural phenomenon. Almost too much. It actually does worry me a little bit going forward <laughs> because it's got that big. But no, and it, and it sold a, a streaming platform um, single-handedly, and you know, and it brought what looked like at least. I know they they found interesting ways to cheat, but what looked like you know big budget production values to the, the small screen. Um, and yeah, this was one of the best. No, this was clearly the best new Star Wars thing we've got in a long time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like it definitely was, to, uh, and it hit at that, that yeah. spot. It hit that spot where it's down in the low too. The Star Wars franchise is just down that low, and you know, yeah. like I said, the only reason why I did not make the list is because I the jury's out. Where I'm just I, and it's just because it was so early. It's one year. It's one season. It's just like yeah. I'm so afraid of it. No, I, I, I mean, mean I put it on the uh, list though, Mike. Because for what we have, want to what we have well. so far, yeah. For what we have so far, oh, definitely. All I can judge it on. It's got to make the list. It's obviously. Mm-hmm. I always say this sometimes when we judge video games that quantity and quality are not mutually exclusive. So if this was if the, if we had like five seasons of this quality, it might be number one. But yeah. right now we oh, got yeah. one season, so it's three. We'll see. <laughs> if we get all, I mean, like the thing, like I, the way I looked at it was, if it's amazing for the next five seasons, it's getting the next list anyways when we do this again. <laughs> so it's that's why I did it. I'm like it's going to be on the 2020 to 2030 list. You know, God, we'll be older. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. All right, uh, Tony, your number three. My number three, uh, I had to at least mention Game of Thrones. Um, I'll explicitly state one through four, seasons one through four. Seasons one through four are near near perfect. Not not exactly, but but near perfect in terms of like um, character progression, story um, presentation, uh, accuracy to the important parts of you know the the books and stuff like that, and they they nail. So much of the casting. Uh, I mean, Tyrion Lannister, you know, probably one of the best fictional representations, yep. uh, you know, the character. Joffrey was Tywin. so good. Joffrey, Joffrey was so good. Like, he was so hateable as a character. Like, like that, yep. you know, it just, um, they brought me back into something that I never, like, like this, season one, I remember watching season one, because you guys talked about, I remember you guys talked about a song of Ice and Fire. And after season one, I was like, all right, I got to read these books. I haven't read a book since college. And I was like, all right, I got to pick up a book now. And fucking read this shit and stuff like that. So, um, despite how it ended, and you know, I'm always the advocate that it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Um, I just wish in some other universe, you just wish that they were doing a George R. R. Martin and never finished it. <laughs> right, right. Like just, I know it's unreasonable and stuff like that. But like, if we had gotten quality consistently throughout from one to nine or whatever, how many yeah, they, numbers it had? Eight, whatever. 
Yeah, is I mean, this is another one I'm really glad nine, to put on the list too because it deserves yeah. to be mentioned in yeah, the top absolutely. shows of the decade. Oh. And that, yeah, like you said, the first few yeah. seasons like were so good, and like it, it is another one of those shows that just made fantasy or like nerdum geek cool. stuff like yeah. It's now mainstream. Yeah. People it, know fantasy, and like yeah. they don't look at you weird for like, oh, I read fantasy books. So yeah, like, like it's like, oh, cool. What's the next the water, one? Like, what's again, the next the, Game of Thrones? Right. Thing? It became the water cooler talk, and like that's it. Like, I would still hear like at work or you know around like people be like, oh. Yeah, I'm not into like comics or games or any of that nerd shit. And but you like you mentioned Game of Thrones, like, oh well, let me tell you, and it's like, yeah. and some yeah. of those like scenes, like the Red Wedding, just so iconic, yeah. so yeah, like well known, and like the people that that one meme where the people like that have read the books and the people that they didn't watch in the show, it's like the reactions, uh, yeah. so good. So yeah. good. Oh, we had that watched that for days. That that reaction shots on YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Uh, the thing for me that, you know, in in all seriousness, without me swearing at them and, and the whole thing is, in my head right now, the reason why I didn't make the list was, like, I prefer to envision the books more now because I want that to finish strong. And so I'm at that point where I want to, I I want to forget that. the show happened. Cause yeah, it's just, I kind of – yeah. Like, I kind of forgot okay. about it all entirely, basically. It's just, the guy's never going to finish the books. He might. Not, ish. He, he won't. <laughs> yeah. Someone else might. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> Sanderson's available still, right? I mean, he, he can finish shit. We've, we've had it. He did the Wheel of Time. He was fantastic with it. So, and like, I really hate to say that to Robert. Though, so. I know. I, I hate Robert to Trump tell, like, um, he's really, yeah, he, that guy's dark. Holy shit. Um, no, I mean, Sanderson is so good with the way he finished Wheel of Time, and I hate to say that, but, like, his writing was better than Jordan's in those last three books, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind him finishing Game of Thrones, but, uh, all right. Number three, Corey? Number three was uh, Daredevil. Um, Daredevil, for me, obviously was the pinnacle of the Marvel Netflix Netflix yeah. shows. Tony talked about, like, the choreography, the fight sequences. Uh, Daredevil was a badass. He was, but still kind of, like, struggling to fit in and be this attorney guy in the in the day like his day job uh it all made sense the side characters are really great i um, you know karen and foggy were so good and the villains for, throughout were pretty decent like and bringing Kingpin. in the punisher well obviously Kingpin Kingpin is so good but bringing the punisher was yeah. so good uh mm -hmm. those sequences were awesome and just uh the grittiness of it works in this like it doesn't necessarily always work which oh i'm gonna be so gritty and real and but here it worked and you felt all the emotions of the characters and their ups and downs and um yeah like the the way they represent his his powers if you you know so to speak were great and even i, I liked electra i thought she was good like i think they could have done more there but like best it, best screen good. version of electra you can't argue it yeah this is my this is my number two, so I can piggyback it perfectly. Um, so Daredevil again. Uh, I went. I dressed as Halloween for this person. I think I Comic Con. I went to Comic Con as him uh, as well. Um, that was the idea, though. It's like the show was so good uh, that I got swept up in the character and the hype so much, and it's it's a trademark of such a good show that like I couldn't wait to go to those events at at Comic Con. Legitimately, like wanted to see those those actors on stage because like just like I, i've seen panels before from, from other comic you know conventions and it's just this was a different feel it was a different vibe it was like you know we were watching an episode of um oh, that was actually of shield i think where they came out and watched it with us in the comic con i'm yeah. sorry that was like th that whole atmosphere was like i guess enhancing for me to enjoy these these, these universes uh and mm -hmm. so like daredevil was that first one that spawned off and um I just like loved this show, loved all the seasons of it. Three wasn't fantastic. It finished great. Uh, finished on it, like Tony said, a good ending for a show. Perfectly fine. I don't care. They don't have another season of it. I was very happy with what we got. Do I want more? Sure, but I'm good with what we got. If I never get more again, I'm very content. Uh, I had a nice finale, and it's it ended on its note that you wanted to end it on. You don't want to end it on falling into the abyss. Uh, and so that's there's a rumor out there that Vincent DeFario, what's DeFario? D'Onofrio, there it is. <laughs> there's a rumor that he might appear in the Spider-Man movie. And, yeah, if he is Kingpin in the Spider-Man movie, I might I might stand up like a fanboy and scream. 
<laughs> like best best portrayal of Kingpin. Like he was fantastic as Kingpin. I'm sorry. I know Corey Bullseye loved was really before. good too. Yeah. Oh, I love. I, love like, I never took that character seriously, but like they made him such a badass, like oh, so threatening, so like for yeah. And it's Just like he's like the I like the the parallels between the characters and how you know Daredevil went one way and this guy went the other way. It's like yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right, Mike, you're number two. My number two is Stranger Things. Uh, we mentioned it there already. There it is. But, uh, you know, all these other things were sort of licenses, I think, <laughs> that I've listed here. Uh, but Stranger Things is the first original thing, which is funny to say since it take, borrows so heavily from other stuff. But <laughs> it's really the first original th- thing that like really like captured my attention that enough that I liked uh, to make this list. And, um, you know, I... I it had a lot for me personally going against it. Like I really wasn't an eighties kid. I was a nineties kid. I, you know, don't particularly like watching kids anymore on <laughs> in stuff, but you know, this is sold it to me from the beginning. It just it captures some charm and suspense and mystery. And, uh, it was really the mystery too, that they, they, I don't know if they've ruined it by now, but, it's less, but it's still there a little bit, which is good. Um, but no, it was just one of those big, again, it became a water cooler like event, even though it was, it was bingeable. Binge. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we got together. I mean, we watched an episode in your backyard. Yes, we did. And we actually, used to, you, know, you guys came over here. We watched the premiere of it over here. Remember, it was like we had yeah. events for the show. Yeah. yeah. No. And and again, one of those things that reached and touched everyone like any everyone likes the show pretty much which is yeah. interesting so and uh you know it's, it's I, again, aliens there's nothing wrong with it no good and, combination uh, so and it's funny too it, it it pretty much checks all the boxes and uh obviously hits that nostalgia for some people as well um but uh it, it was just high quality i think yeah unfortunately i do see there's a downward trend a little bit with it Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not. It's, it's not because the first yeah. season was so per. Like yeah, that it's, was it's yeah, it's not as pronounced as some of these other shows we've mentioned. So no, like, I agree season, with that. The third season was still good, but it wasn't. I think it it's way worse than is, first. I think three is on an upswing from two though. But no, I don't. I think I know, really? two had such a great amount of Steve. I like Sean Astin in that too. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was good in that too. Oh yeah. I just, I I just think it, I just think things got a little worse as things went on, but you know, it's still oh, yeah. It, but still, that's usually I'm still works. looking forward to the next one. Yeah. And uh Yeah. I it's just we now like the whole world is in love with like this group of kids. It's pretty crazy. And they're showing up everywhere in all these other movies as well. Oh yeah. But, no, yeah, it's no, one of those things. Like, I didn't get to mention too much about. It. I just want to say, like, everything. Okay. Echo everything you said. Uh, it's my number four. I think I had it as, and like the reason was just I do felt feel like it was trending downward. But that first season was just such a perfect season at the time it came out as well. Just mm-hmm. captured everything about the nostalgia perfectly. The you know the the representation of that time period was so well done and. Uh, the the monsters were scary, like they were really yeah. good. But I have to say, yeah. I mean, you guys know it. Fuck Barb. <laughs> yeah. wow. Corey's favorite she was, character. She was an um, integral part of that first season. She was. <laughs> um, Tony, your number two. Uh, my number two might be a surprise, but um, Cobra Kai. Got there it is. I thought oh, I, was, I thought that would be on Jim's list actually. No, you know what it was. I, you know what it is? It, like I love that show, and it should have it should make the, it should make this list for t- just two seasons. You're right; it should be on this list. I neglected it because it's still like I'm. It's so fresh. I just watched season two in 2020, so I was like, I, you know, for me, I I, I equate it to the next decade. Out of that decade, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's, that's fair. But uh, I mean, like this show, it evokes nostalgia in such a good like a good way. You don't feel like it's like cheap or unearned or you know undeserved stuff like that they never overly rely on something in my opinion anyway um and they just give those little hints and and nudges to you know the past and respect it while still creating like this awesome redemption story um for you know what you thought was the villain of the first original movie um and it's like i really feel for him uh and even though you, you you don't always want to root for him 
you can still see where he's coming from and he's trying to be better and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I, I just think it's a really awesome, well-rounded yeah. show. No, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's, it really encapsulates the, the um, quote of like, there are no bad students, only bad teachers. Bad teachers. And like, yeah. like how it this really show kind a lot of, of his, ca- even like all of Miyagi's lessons he was giving through those movies, they like brought them into this show properly. Like, it's like, holy mm-hmm. shit, that kind of was a lesson that he just showed him. Like, you don't realize it back in the 80s, like that movie. Yeah, like, and they, like, there was, it for me, yeah. there's like this fear with this show that like they would turn like Daniel into the villain and make him like unlikable in, yeah. The, yeah. in the show. And that's I, keep, what, I keep wondering if they're ever going to do that. That's what I'm worried about. Well, but, yeah. well, that's what I mean. Like, because there are even like hints of that, like, you know, there's like, with obviously in, in, the, in the very first episode, just him being like this kind of cocky car salesman now <laughs> but like at the same time like uh like, i didn't want to tarnish like the feelings of him being this underdog kid that was coming out you know coming out of his like coming up and doing things he needed to do to come out of his shell i guess but they really thread that line very well in this yeah. show yeah all right um Corey, you're number two my number two is the expanse the Expanse is a sci-fi show that was on Sci-Fi Siffy, and then Amazon picked it up after it got canceled for I have no idea why. But um, I read I've read all the books just as a just so you know, and they have changed bits here and there. But they've done a, such a good job bringing this show, uh, this book, to the small screen, and you know, fleshing out the characters, fleshing out the stories. And getting all the important pieces in place without feeling it like it's rushed. It has like one of like the best sci-fi stories I've read ever in it so far. It's been you know fantastic, and I'm so happy that Amazon has picked it up because they can continue that. And it's really exciting to see the you know the the, the characters you imagine in the books come to life uh, on the small screen here. And they again did a great job with that casting. And um, yeah, it's it's a really good show. Just highly recommended. Mm-hmm. My number two, yeah. obviously. Cool. Cool. Uh, my number one was Stranger Things. We've mentioned it a million times on here. So now, now um, it's still going. It's still worrisome that they might not mm-hmm. finish it. Uh, but I've seen enough of a sample size where the three seasons we had, all three seasons, in my opinion, were still better than anything on my list, really. And you know, you could argue Game of Thrones first four seasons. You can argue Mandalorian, probably better season for season one, but I just haven't had enough sample size of that because of what happened in Game of Thrones. It's like, I don't know. It's just so weird of a mix of a list. But my gut was like, okay, this is Stranger Things was just so good that it's just like I bought the 4K Blu-rays because I wanted to collect the VHS versions of the, it. Made it a collector's item because I like that show so much. It's on Netflix, like. I can watch it whenever the fuck I want, but I bought the show on 4K Blu-ray because I loved it so much. Uh, I felt like it's like a video game where you're like, you know, you get like a free-to-play game or a game where you like, you're so, well, Corey knows, Borderlands. So it's like, you spend so much money, like you don't mind, like you want to give them a little more because you're like, they've earned this aspect of it. Like, so I bought those movies because I'm like, yeah. It earned that, in my opinion. I'm like, it earned my purchase because I'm like, okay, I got this with Netflix subscription, but this show could have been great on its own by itself, just going straight to blue, like to Blu-ray. Like, you you needed to watch it and buy it. So I, you know, I picked them up. I have all the two seasons. I don't have season three. Um, wait, do I have season? No, I don't. They haven't come out with that yet. Also, right? just like chiming real quick, like thinking about the this show would not be what this show is without having like a Netflix type of platform to have it on, like. And it Network works. television would have ruined the yeah. show. Oh, no, it one worked. million the percent. Binge, one million the binge percent. thing works. This format works. They 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 use that format properly with this show. Like the way they shoot the episodes and everything, it works for this format. Um, it doesn't work Kids anywhere else. Too. So yeah, yeah. Acting and wise. the actors. I mean, they've all spun it off on their own stuff. We have Enola Holmes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, they have uh, Mike was in um, it, and uh, you know, so it's it's been. I don't know. It, it, I can't wait to see where they go with this because even the down seasons, like where it wasn't as good as season one, the last two seasons, but they've been pretty damn solid. And the nostalgia by itself picks it up. So loved it. Core, uh, Mike, you're you're number one. My number one is Daredevil. <laughs> and we did we did talk about it a lot, but I I would say that the this one actually ended on an upswing. Um, 
I think throughout it was very solid. Obviously, there was tension, there was great action, there was you know lots of character development. Uh, it was pretty cerebral for a superhero show, but also. I think if there's a weakest part, I think it's like the second half of season two, uh, the, the lecture in the hand and that stuff. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't the best part, but that season also had yeah. Punisher stuff, which was great. Balances that. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. But I think season three was actually better pretty much from the beginning. I liked uh, uh, the bullseye, made him real threatening, and then it was a satisfying conclusion. So uh, this one, it did leave you wanting more, and I... Uh, to me, like, the Netflix Marvel stuff, like, there was pieces, like, in every other one of the other shows that were at this level, but not yeah. as consistently. Maybe never really in Iron Fist, but... <laughs> <laughs> maybe? More like, absolutely. There, I, there was... In Dude, the a walking season, contradiction, there, there, there was a guy. <laughs> in the second season, near the end, there was actually some good stuff in that, but no one got that far except yeah. for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, no, I thought this was, you know, this was it for, like, TV for me. Like, and this this was, like, the event. This was the main thing. Um, yeah, this was just my favorite. Just had everything that I could want. Um, there was only maybe a few times, like, it dragged a little bit. But, you know, it, it still was good. And uh, I, I would want more if there was more. But I don't think there's going to be. <laughs> no. We'll see, hopefully. But who knows? Uh, Tony, your number one. Uh, my number one was, was Stranger Things as well. forgot the pop in there but um pretty much what we've all said uh i mean it's just this wonderful combination of uh really likable characters from even the kids and, I, and that's a rare feat in my mm-hmm. opinion getting kids to be like yep. endearing like, and not yeah right it's, and like instead of like they can very turn annoying. to annoying very quickly right yeah. right exactly and stuff like that um, so you got that. You got the neat, uh, the geeky nostalgia references with like D and D and Star Wars and whatnot. And, and it leans on it a little bit much, but not in like a overly in your face like haha. You know, at least in season one anyway, because you know I don't think any of them expected this series to blow up uh, as much as it did. But kind of like what Mike's saying, like it combines you know a horror with a mystery with uh, you know just like the spooky monster dimension thing, whatever, and stuff like that. That just does it, it's greater than the sum of its parts almost like like all that is really good but like you put it together and it's just like incredible and stuff like that and the the first season in my opinion is like near perfect television in terms of like yeah. i could i would yeah, happily yes. recommend season one to anybody and be like you need to have to watch season two or season three unless mm-hmm. you want to but season one fully 10 out of 10 recommend that's the idea. Like you get that whole story anyways. You don't have to watch the other mm. seasons. You get a full story. Yep. So yep. unlike other shows where it's like, and you're like, oh, I gotta see what's going on here. You'd be fine not watching it anymore after that. You'd be fine. Not that you, there's some good stuff after that, but I'm just saying you could just contain it in just that one season. It's amazing. So cool. Uh, Corey, you're number one. My number one, um, and I think I, it might just be because of my headspace and where I'm at right now in my life. I don't know, but like for me, my number one. <laughs> Uh, show this decade is The Good Place. The Good Place uh, was just so, hit me at such a time in my life, I guess, that just every level of it is really just like, I don't know, I got emotional like thinking about this show, like how good it is and how yeah. funny it is, how like connected I am, like how these characters are, it's about like finding yourself and becoming who you want to be and finding the people that matter to you um and who you want to kind of just like spend your rest of your afterlife with like essentially or whatnot but um yeah and it's just it just hit me on every level i guess uh and i have just so much love and like emotion tied up into this show that like when i think of any other show it hasn't really made me feel the way i felt watching this show and it had obviously one of the most out there like didn't see it coming whatsoever twists uh, one of the best ones like I would just like I wish everybody could just see that season without knowing anything about it and just like be like oh shit that they just did this this is awesome like um yeah. and so yeah like I just can't t- talk highly enough about this show and and it is and it is over now and so um it's interesting uh you know where, it, where it, they left off yeah. but yeah this uh like I said everything about this it, like it just might just be the timing or whatnot but yeah i love this show yeah. so much <laughs> no I, I do it just it just missed my list because it is an awesome show 
and it, I think it is one of those things where like the ending, not saying it's a bad ending, but for me it was like, yeah, no, it was I, kind of like the opposite of what I I would have wanted or expected out of the ending, and I'm just like, fuck, like, yeah. not like like bad in terms of like Game of Thrones, not bad in terms of like Walking Dead. It's just like, it's well, like, you have damn it, hopes like, and expectations and wants for the yeah, characters, yeah, and it's like, are they gonna meet that or like you know you're building up to certain things like all right this is where it's going. Yep. It's like, oh, but yeah, yep. definitely. I do want to just mention, I don't, did we mention Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at all? Because we've, our podcast no. was obsessed with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for so long. I know, but it like, just, it doesn't, if it we didn't were make it talking about seasons. I know, I know, that's what I mean. Like, we were talking Game of Thrones seasons. Like, we were talking about, like, Game of Thrones has some of the highest highs and the lowest of lows. S.H.I.E.L.D. had some really high highs. And, like, that season, when you have um, Winter Soldier happen with... Yeah. Game uh, with the television yeah. show and how they interact with each other that just blew my mind. I was like crazy. Like this is how you do hashtag all connected. Like yeah. it impacted everything, and like yeah. Ward just flipping that switch. Oh man, that was so cool. Like it was awesome. It was a great twist, without a doubt. Uh, but didn't make my list because nope, didn't make all didn't, any of our lists. Hold didn't hold up. So yeah. not to mention up. compared to the other stuff. It, while it, while it maybe is like a number six for me, it still didn't make number five. Like in my opinion, yeah. to me, to me, like there is that one season that was great, but even the, the rest of it was like kind of good. But well, I was never, I was, I was never was excited okay. about it. Like it's like, oh, there's an episode of Shield. I guess I'll watch it. You know, I was never like yeah. super excited about what was happening next to it. I think, I, I think didn't, Hurt Shield didn't the quite most is that. Hashtag all connected. The, the expectation. We kept waiting. Like, yeah, wait, I guess I guess waiting. once after that, we, we saw there would be no reciprocation. And then eventually it would be even more like out there as, you know, this, the cinematic universe went more, you know, one direction where they couldn't follow really. It's like, okay, this has nothing to do with anything yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. All right. It would make a top 10. But right. It would. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So our list looks like if I, if I break these out points, points wise, points wise. Uh, Cobra Kai at number five, The Expanse at number four, tied, obviously, those two. Uh, the Good Place at number three, oh. Daredevil, and then Stranger Things. That's your top. Yeah, I mean, those, Daredevil, Stranger Things, I, is, I absolutely thought were going to be one and two, like for most. Yeah, and then you got your number one was Good Place, so it gives it five points, which is above. Either way, it's your, your number one. So that's <laughs> I wonder, three. I wonder if we neglected the first half of the decade at all. They all seem no, to I went back. back in. Well, I mean, I went back and like I know. Ice Lock is on there. The, the hundred, <laughs> the one hundred in Breaking Bad. That's Walking Dead. No, that's, there. True. Yeah. that's true. That's true. Game of Thrones started what 2012, 2013? Yeah. yeah, it was early. I mean, I made sure that I went back and looked at like I listed all the shows in 2010, 2011. 20, I was like going through it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I didn't. One I didn't show I would also like that. to just shout out to is Shit's Creek. That's so good too. Yeah, and that's over as well. Oh. Cool. Let's check it out. But all right, uh, that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Moviecast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us all you can geek at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, all you can geek, like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit that like button. See you guys next week. <laughs>